0: Eighteen Please don't try to play us Eighteen Christoph Waltz What's your favorite Christoph Waltz movie? Does Django count? Yeah, it counts Because that movie is a banger And I can tell you you're wrong But he's definitely German, right? Like, he's actually German? Yeah, he's Because that is a good-ass German accent
1: yeah, no, I think he's actually German. Okay, yeah, that plays well Inglorious glorious I mean, Christoph Waltz. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. I think Nazi. that's that's the best character, I think of I've ever seen in any movie. That's ha- Hans Landa. That's that's, that's that's hella. No, but movie. it's good because he's uh he's such an agent of chaos. You know, like he's so he's so unpredictable because he's he's technically a Nazi, but he doesn't really act in the best interest of the Nazis. He's just. Acting in his own best interest, I don't know. <clears throat> That's a bingo. And he's like, is that how you say it? It's like, it's just bingo. Bingo. <laughs> shout out, shout out Christoph Waltz. Honestly. Shout out Christoph Waltz. Welcome to another episode of the Jude uh special Saturday evening edition uh featuring recurring guest, Phil Talksdorf. Phil, how you doing?
0: Okay,
1: Charlie, how are you? I am splendid. I appreciate you asking. Just going to—I don't know—we just decided to hop on here, riff a little bit. Two guys, nothing to do. I guess that's how we ended up in this fantasy league. But um, yeah, either way, going to hop on this mic. We'll see if it's uh, see if it's good enough. You know, I think it will be most likely. Two talented guys, but. Don't have a ton to talk about, but granted, I said that last time, and it ran over an hour. So, excited to get on to this one, and I uh, will go ahead and kick it off with this. It was a wet one. It was wet. It's a Guinness, so it'll be a while. Cheers. Cheers.
0: And who said ASMR is... It's not cool. It's not for the boys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Phil and I are about to start eating pub subs into the <laughs> mic now. Um, I'll talk about something that's basically freshest in everybody's minds. We'll kick it off. A little bit of rule change discussion going on in the in the group me this week. If you live under a rock, basically it started out with uh, nobody in our league remembering if we had decided on PPR or half PPR, which is a seemingly major decision. Um, And it's kind of... Honestly, it's kind of funny we made it this far without actually writing anything down.
0: Well, I mean, it, it only is two months to the draft. Less than two. What is it, a month? Two uh, months?
1: I think it's like 80 days would be my guess. That doesn't sound right. It's probably I think it's probably closer to 60.
0: I think it's less than 60.
1: August 25th,
0: July, we'll say. August. Yeah. It's July it, right now.
1: It's July, what, 7th? 8th. July 8th. Yeah. So give or take a few days, we're two months out. Uh, less hype. than two months out. So we, we started going over these rule changes. Uh, we, obviously, we settled on, on full PPR. I would say overwhelmingly Palmer called the vote pretty early, but I crunched the numbers. And even if everybody that had yet to vote voted In favor, it wouldn't have been there. Um, We figured out if the SACO team gets two votes, we do. That's a discussion I actually did remember pretty well. Um, I I specifically remember saying if you pay two buy-ins, you should get two votes. No uh, three-fifths compromise going on around here. We have principles. Now, that was one thing Gray touched on that kind of struck a chord with me. He said nobody in this league has principles... And that irritated me a little bit because I got to say, it, uh, it really got up my nose that he would insinuate that a guy like Ben Snyder doesn't have <laughs> any principles. I, I, it, no tolerance for that in this league.
0: Yeah, I mean, shout out Ben, stand up guy you know. <laughs> uh, ben top Henry Bottoman.
1: That's right. Going for the dub. Ooh, that's another thing I want to talk about was uh, Jenkins' booking odds. We like get that, that on the notepad here.
0: You know what? I appreciate Jenkins' Jenkins' support. You know, he's a big note guy. He likes taking the notes and he crunched the numbers and you know, me and Wynn, favorites, I guess. And uh people saying, Hey, Phil's definitely finishing last and <laughs> you know, I'm like an every other year kind of guy. Like yeah. one year, it's like, damn, I might I might be sharing a team too, and the next year, uh I'm fighting for a playoff spot, and I'm I'm fighting for a win, and that just might be one of these years, according to Jenkins. Yeah,
1: Phil is the Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) Nobody believed in us this year. I mean, Vegas has Phil at plus 550. He's tied for the odds-on favorite, so pretty sure no one thought you were coming in last place. Now, granted, I, I totally understand. Give Jenkins a tip of the cap for being a believer, and I'll give Jenkins this. I thought it was very cool him to actually book these odds uh i know he's excited but they seemed like pretty fair odds but uh i don't know and especially being willing to take action against yourself (laughs) that's uh, i mean that's lightweight hilarious as lebron would say uh i did think it was funny i was like i want to get a bunch of action down on jenkins so that he's going to be morally conflicted he claims he's not in it for the money but come on
0: yeah we get enough people on jenkins he wins the he wins the league and then still is net <laughs> is net negative. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, ben Henry Sacco team at uh, eighteen and a half to one. Think there's any value there, Phil?
0: Not juicy enough for me. Like I am looking at this like it should be you know golf tournament odds. I'm staying away from anything under 25, 30 to one, and we just don't have that in this in this draft. And uh, you know maybe maybe we need. Hit up Barstool Sportsbook or something to juice these juice these odds because uh, I just don't see. Yeah. That.
1: Well, and by that logic, I should bet Ben and Henry because they're like the Byung Hunan of uh, of these odds. Yeah. But eighteen and a half to one in a fourteen team league just isn't doing it for me. You're getting one and a quarter value. Um,
0: and if there's one thing Charlie knows, it's an Asian golfer that is that <laughs> on.
1: I do love him. I do love them. Uh, Rose Zhang, by the way, for the Ladies U.S. Open. She didn't pan out, but she is like the new hotness in Ladies Golf. She played 20, 20 tournaments in college. Yep. She won, I believe, four or five of them. She finished top 10 in 19 of them and finished top 20 in all 20. So... On a separate note, once again, this is turning into Charlie's uh, Golf Odds Podcast like it did when I was on here with Jenkins. But Rose Zhang, bookmark it, You can probably hit that at like 4.5 to 1. Not hit that, but hit a number at 4.5 to 1 on Rose Zhang. She is going to be the next Tiger Woods of Ladies PGA. <clears throat> Might just have to tell. I don't know. Win at 550, easy fade. Um, if, uh, you know, if I could bet win versus the field, I'm taking the field every day. Uh, when I do want you to put this on your bulletin board. I'm not sure how you how you print out a podcast to put it on a bulletin board, but either way, I want it on the bulletin board. when easy fade. Bass, easy fade. I don't know what the hype is. I got this guy to 650. He's but got one pick, I guess. Yeah, you can tell the public really steamed this number down as soon as they got the chance. Uh, everybody's betting on the name, but, I mean, as far as fantasy football goes, let's face it, y'all, this guy's washed. You know, he's moved on, started a second <laughs> career because – uh, fantasy football is just not working out for this guy. Otherwise, I have no no quarrels with the rest of these numbers. Um, Hayward being slightly ahead of me. Don't know how I feel about that. I feel like we should have been both seven to one versus Hayward being six and a half to one.
0: I know that pick on the turn is juicy. It
1: is juicy, and that that probably not to mention it, that might be the difference maker because yeah. we've had two. Palmer's won this league two times out of the out of the fourteen picks. So. Uh, Something to keep an eye on there, but yeah, I got action on myself. Always bet on yourself. I live by that credo. Uh, but also hedged. Got some got some action on Hayward out of that 14 spot. That's where the smart money's going, the sharp money. And uh, yeah, like I said, let's see if we can't steam that number down. I also got money on Jenkins because, haha, it's funny. If, if he wins, he pays me money. I'm, I can live with that. I get my basically my buy-in is almost fully covered if uh, if Jenkins manages to to win the league.
0: Put it on the record that I would be okay with Jenkins not winning the league. Because, uh, because he's won. Because he's won. I was full support. Jenkins, go ahead, win the league. You got one. Uh, you know, kindly step down and let, let the rest of us, you know, <laughs> have, it, have a shot.
1: So, that, starting with Jenkins' odds, I feel like that's kind of what kicked off this this rule change discussion. Um. Ben, be, being such an academic that he is, decided to call me an autocratic dictator, like anybody even knows what that means. Uh, but, you know, long story short, I know what's best for this league. I do. And whether you like it or not, you're going to have to comply because uh, I'm right. But we settled on full PPR. I'm. We'll ride it out for another year. Honestly, I think that's something we can keep kind of on a rolling basis. I think... Every year we'll vote half PPR, full PPR. Who knows? Maybe out of the out of left field, standard scoring comes back.
0: Three quarters. Zero
1: point start? PPR. Come, come at, maybe negative PPR. Shoot
0: me before we go back to standard. Child.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Derrick Henry would be the one one. It'd be sick. That's a high testosterone league right there. Oh, yeah. Zero PPR. Uh, yeah, but an- another thing we threw out there. Would would be uh, getting rid of the kicker position and including it in DST. That's something I like. I was talking to Phil about this today. It seems a little wrong that if Justin Tucker kicks a run of the mill 50 yarder, that counts more than Patrick Mahomes' touchdown throw. You know, Patrick Mahomes could throw a 24 yard touchdown dime spinning off of a sack, and that counts for less than Justin Tucker kicking a 50-yarder. So I think we put the kickers into the DSTs, and every field goal counts for three points. And I'd say if you miss, it still counts for minus one, but nerf it a little bit, make it a little more fair. Um, I mean, that's just an aspect of the game that's, I think, a little bit random, and and, and everyone in this league has been on the wrong end of at least once, yep. uh, sometimes multiple times. David, we all remember... Justin Tucker dropping 21 on you on Monday Night Football, one of the better wins of my fantasy career, I must say.
0: Yeah, I'll say shout out Brandon McManus, week one against Dylan Bass, misses a game winner on Monday Night Football for Dylan to lose by like three points. That's it. <laughs> hey, that's the
1: Jaguars kicker you're talking about right there too. Apparently McManus has been dropping some bombs I mean in he's, the he's got training camp. you know. Um, and if. We do move the kicker into the DST that frees up a roster slot that I think would be well-allocated to having an additional flex position. That said, I would not want – I would leave the – that would take off a bench spot. So instead of having a six-man bench, I'd say let's have a five-man bench. And then have an extra flex. But, yeah, just an extra guy you're starting every week.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think, you know, we talked about it before, points are points – Something about, I've also seen, and this might be more standard, is instead of an extra flex, it's extra wide receiver. That's also So, a three wide you know? receiver league. Three wide receiver league, still one flex.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, it kind of
0: evens, like, the. I feel like even when we went to PPR last year, it was still, what, top six picks in the draft were still running backs?
1: That's right. So... Oh, and I think... I said that on the last podcast. I think that'll change this year. I mean, I think for sure it'll change. All the I, if anything, it might swing too far the other way. You know, it'd be a real shame yeah. if Jonathan Taylor got the 14 or McCaffrey. I mean, but, I,
0: I would take McCaffrey at 14, probably.
1: I'd be okay with that. I would say that's decent value. Um, but those are a couple things we threw out there. I know Phil had some rule changes in mind.
0: Yeah, I have just from. You know, me and Chuck were talking before, bringing up some some things that we were, you know, wanted to bring up. Uh, First one, removing our 40-plus TD bonus. I don't know if you guys remember, but before in NFL, when we were playing NFL fantasy app, it was a 50-plus TD bonus, and it might have still been two points. But then we switched to sleeper, and it's now 40-yard TD bonus, two points. And... You know, fifty plus is cool. I think Charlie was saying that he can't change it; it's stuck on forty. And I'm a fan of just removing that completely. You know, you even a quarterback. I feel like you know throwing a forty yard TD as a quarterback is not that uncommon, and you just get an extra two points just like that.
1: Trevor Cor- Trevor Lawrence doesn't even score touchdowns inside of forty yards.
0: Yeah, I mean, if, if Zay Jones With Calvin is... <laughs> Ridley, forget about it. Yeah. So that that's a consideration I'll, I'd like to bring that up before the draft maybe if we're in person I don't think that's like a that drastic change where we have to wait a whole year for no. implementing that
1: uh, someone will act like it is but it's not like yeah I'm going to I'm going to guess like probably Ben but maybe David or or uh, one of the usual complainers. Someone's going to be like, this changes my entire yeah. draft strategy. Yeah. I am in
0: protest right now.
1: I was going to take Deshaun Jackson in the first round just for those two-point bomb bonuses. Yeah. Those double-billy bomb pods. And
0: uh, yeah, piggybacking off of that last, that last rule change, um, I was looking at bumping up quarterback touchdown throws to six points. And if we don't like that, five points. Just because I feel like in our drafts, I kind of been looking at our past draft history. QBs tend to fall in the league, and QB, you know, most important position in football. Why is Why is the first one not getting drafted until you know the end of the third round or the the start of like the the three four turn? You know,
1: Um, would you how would you feel about six point per passing touchdown? Yeah, that's what I
0: was just saying. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. so. So. Six I point, I agree. But then, if people like can't agree with that, what if we just put the five point? Well, and, well One that's point a good increase. That's like a that's I a like minus. that,
1: and it takes a little bit of the edge. Like guys who are legitimately good quarterbacks. I'll use Trevor Lawrence as an example. Um, not these
0: running quarterbacks, right? Not exactly. You know, not Trevor playing, Lawrence not is, playing is better the game out, than B. Justin right? Fields. We all know this, yeah. but
1: the way we have our current quarterback scoring set up, yep. it doesn't make any sense because. Justin Fields can just run for 100 yards and throw two touchdowns, and Trevor Lawrence can throw for four tuds and three hundo, yeah. and they're going to end up with similar points at the end of the day. I mean, it, that's not what – you know, I, I think it, it kind of brings a lot of the quarterbacks from the – that are, are good real-life quarterbacks, and the game's supposed to reflect – the game of fantasy is supposed to reflect real life, brings them back into that mix with a lot of these running guys who aren't that good. But just rack up fantasy points because of, of the scoring,
0: yeah. And this is this would be a pretty big rule change, so I don't know if it's something that we can bring up at the draft. So, potentially, hey, another group me pull. I know how much we love group me pulls, <laughs> but uh, something to consider, you know. QB is important, and
1: you're about and, to say two QB.
0: No, fuck, two QB. <laughs> I, would, I am. I don't want to have to deal with super flags. I have to change my whole rankings, change my whole state of mind. Like, that's a big. change. that's a big change. It's a that's big, big, change. Change, that's a big change. Big change.
1: Big change. Um, and I will say this: I, I pulled up the sleeper app just now. You can change it to fifty-plus yard passing TD bonus. Would you like? How would you feel? What if we did a one-point bonus for a fifty-yard touchdown? I don't know. I mean, there's a there's a valid argument to be made that. A fifty-yard touchdown is yeah. a reward in and of itself, but um, I don't know it's kind of fun. You got it. There's got to be something, and I and I'm gonna get ahead of this. I'm already. Gonna, I'm gonna say it right now. I'm in favor of like wild and crazy Zach rules. <laughs> okay. No, no. But here's came, the this thing. This game passed. I think. I don't know. No, no, no. We're well. We're gonna bring it up again. We take ourselves a little too seriously, so I do want like a level of kind of wackiness in there. Um. I'm good, thanks. Uh, I do want a level of wackiness in there. And I, I would say I want the Zach rules, uh, they need to be approved ahead of time. So he would bring us like four, like here's the rule for the week. And then we'll pick one out of the four and we'll say it'll be either week like four, five, or six. Somewhere early but kind of middle of the season where it's not going to be a huge deal. But I, I I do like the idea of having some like fun change of pace, it nothing incredibly ridiculous, but something yeah. kind of, like a, a real wrench uh, in the spokes, you know, as it were. I think would be kind of funny and, and kind of an interesting wrinkle to the league. But I don't know. I that's like an, a realization I came to. I was like, honestly down for uh, Zach to just throw a banana peel in the middle of the track right. about four weeks into the season. But maybe maybe I'm just talking crazy. No, I will
0: say definitely funny, definitely interesting. But I think the last idea that was pitched was like, everyone only starts a kicker, and that might need some workshopping. Just because of, you know, how important <laughs> each week is in the league and how one week, you know, can have you sharing a team or, you know, having a shot at
1: two grand so, might need to workshop that a little bit. Big time. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there, there's a lot of details to iron out. Maybe this is the beginning of a multi year campaign. I guess you could argue Tennessee was the beginning of a multi year campaign for Zach, but I'm hopping on. Maybe it's just one of these things we get a little more of the vote each and each time until until it finally gets through. But, uh, Zach, if you're listening out there, I just want you to know I'm Got feeling one. it, man. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm down All to right. get froggy. Let's get weird. TVD.
0: Um, yeah, the last the last note I had about rule changes was trade deadline. This needs to be talked about because oh. it, it is very contentious. Yeah. It's contentious while we're at, like during the league, while we're going into playoffs. Um, we have people threatening to, to leave the league <laughs> because, because someone's getting Jonathan Taylor for like
1: which a James Robinson that's not even on the league or something. I'm just making up trades. By the way, sorry to interrupt. I called to a T. I said this reeks of Jonathan Taylor gets injured the first week, and it makes no difference. Chase wins the trade. Yeah, karma bitch. And sure enough, panned out exactly that way. I'm I'm glad it did. Luckily, it didn't turn out to be a huge deal. I think that will pass with flying colors. We will. I still think a late trade deadline, but I think probably Thanksgiving or you know pre good two or three weeks before the playoffs. Yep. We'll we'll kick that trade deadline in there because y'all just don't know how to how to behave. Well, although granted, everyone in that trade was behaving rationally. So we'll have the trade deadline in the in the spirit of gamesmanship of sportsmanship. I'm yep. glad you brought that up, Phil. I'm surprised nobody else did. But granted, everyone in the league has the memory of a goldfish. So not that, is, that surprising. Uh,
0: that is very true. And I I think. Just if I'm remembering correctly, I was on the fan of like a two-week trade deadline before the playoffs. So like you play before your second-to-last pr- like regular season game. Yeah. So it's not just like oh, you have one week. Let me trade because I know yeah, I'm already exactly. in the game. I know I'm already in the playoffs. I'm just gonna unload these players. So you have to actually think about you know three weeks might even be better. Now that I think I think,
1: I think probably three weeks is the way yeah. to go, and I think that would put us at. Um, I think right around Thanksgiving. Okay. I think the Thanksgiving Day games is probably your fourth week, so the week after that would be your last week before you could make your final trades. Yeah, but that's an easy,
0: easy pass. I think we all agree that that. You yeah, know, I, should, I be,
1: should be the case. Yeah.
0: Which had next on the on the queue? I mean, I've drafted before. I'll say this one thing real quick before we get anywhere. ahead. Right I know if you're listening to this podcast, there's a high likelihood that Jenkins Mock has texted you wanting to trade picks straight up. And uh, I think that is good on Jenkins' part. I mean, he's at 6 right now, and pretty much from 3 to 11, it's even. So I, I, I give him no fault, for, in my opinion, I give him no fault for wanting to get back, get a better second-round pick, because for team in league, this league, it's dry quick. And that's uh, Jenkins.
1: Well, and and I'll say this. As a, a friend of everyone in this league and Jenkins, I my feelings are a little hurt <laughs> that I haven't got a text message because everyone I've talked to has, has apparently gotten some kind of offer. And uh, I don't know. Here's the, I guess here's how I'm internalizing it is I'm just so good at trading that Jenkins doesn't even <laughs> knock on the door anymore because he knows – uh, bad things are gonna happen to him if he even starts that conversation. I'm gonna talk him into talk him into a mistake, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean I, like I said, man, I thought, I thought we were cool and Jenkins just doesn't want any of that smoke as it turns out. And of course, on the rule subject, two things I'll throw out. One, everyone's gonna throw tomatoes at me. whatever. Uh, I like half PPR and half point per first down. Blech. Yeah, see, I, I knew Gross. that. And it, but because a first down is a good football play, P- players reach for the first down marker. So you should get rewarded for that. That way, if your player catches five passes for three yards, you don't get rewarded for that. You, you shouldn't. That's not doing their job. That's bad football. Scoring first downs is good football. That's just how I feel about that. And also, I'm still down for an auction draft one year. I know everybody laughs at it. It's crazy, but I don't know. I liked, I just like the idea of doing one year just doing an auction draft. Maybe we'll, Zach and I all glued and <laughs> yeah, that's get that into his wacky, crazy rules as, as if Gray Bean scores exactly 102 points in week seven, we do an auction draft. <laughs> the that's the golden yeah. snitch. Yeah, I, I do like that, but that's pretty much all I got on the subject of rule changes. Um, I kind of want to talk about potential pairings for Jekyll golf, but I want to, I'm going to move that line item towards the end. I feel like that's kind of a closer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, one little a, a clerical point I wanted to bring up a little housekeeping. I ordered this year's draft board. I'm sure most of y'all know by now I throw it in the group chat. Um, the nameplates are hilarious. The draft board is huge. It's all coming in one piece. It's in the mail. Going to be great the website we have been purchasing from for years does offer a re- magnetic reusable draft board and this thing is deluxe it is i mean it, it's obviously more expensive but once you buy it i mean you don't need me to explain basic economics you just buy the yeah, stickers every what, year it's cheaper on that? you're going to save money yeah we'll probably get our our money back on it 5 years down the line but i think this league should go on that long and on this reusable draft board, your customization op- options are through the roof. So when I order our draft board every year, you can only pick from like three or four color schemes. There's only so many places you can write things or put things. If I order the reusable draft board, I can, you know, you can put whatever background you want. You can use a picture, you can put the Jags logo, you can put, uh, I mean, we could take a picture of all, 14 of us or 15 or 16 of us I like to show up on that weekend use it as the background uh, you know there's, there are all kinds of funny uh, uh, pictures of all of us at relative levels of inebriation that we all keep on our phone I'm sure we could do a Jenkins head table picture that's a classic yeah. uh, you know so that part of it's cool and like I said over time it could save us potentially a good amount of money if we're going to do this for 60 or so years, at least, I guess as long as the NFL's around, I think it'll ever go away. Let's not dive into that. The NFL will never, NFL is king, it will never go away. That's right. It'll probably be flag football in like 20 years, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, So, I don't know. Like I said, no response required, just chew on that a little bit. I already ordered this year's draft board, so... We can talk about this more at the draft. I can kind of show y'all what I'm talking about, but I do think getting a maybe a reusable draft board would be kind of kind of cool, kind of sweet. Um. So let's take a look at our first round uh, pick. You know, let's look at the order of the draft because I'm genuinely curious. We've made I've made the joke several times. I make the joke every time I see somebody else from the league. Uh, who's taking Travis Kelsey? Because of all the years. And I'll go back and I'll brag on myself a little bit Because at the end of the day That's what this podcast is all about Charlie flexing on y'all Y'all let Travis Kelsey get back to me And at like the 24th pick uh, I think it was three years ago It was the year before we did Nashville So three years ago And that's just ridiculous But obviously we're all smarter We're all sharps as we like to think And uh I, I think this year, Travis Kelsey could go anywhere between 4 or 5 till 13.
0: Yeah. I, I don't see, think he's getting to 13. First of all, i like to say, three years ago, you know, most of us were 22 years old, majority, you know. Yeah. Take, take, children. Taking, children. Taking our, no, I'm saying taking our fifth years at college, taking, you know, for, taking our first year of grad school at college, and... Uh, like you said, you know, brain not fully developed. Um, I'm going to blame that one on genetics. I'm going to blame that on biology. And yeah, shout, shout out to Charlie for getting on the 25th. But I will say... Is regard- this ageism? Are you
1: just accusing me of being old? Hey,
0: 25 <laughs> sounds ancient to me. I can't imagine yeah. what it'd be like to be 26. That's what, that's what I'll say. But regarding Travis Kelsey, I will say I have it on good authority He's not He's not making it past seven. So, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. 16, so, you, you want Travis Kelsey early? I think. I think it's like six, seven, perfect range for Kelsey.
1: Tell me. Give me the first five guys picking in our
0: week. Who All picks? Right. Here yeah. we go. Order: Bass, Blake, Eric,
1: David, Palmer. Palmer kind of seems like, a, like feels, a Kelsey rat to me. It, honestly. Yeah. Palmer's the kind of guy who would not take Kelsey because he knows everyone's waiting for him to take Kelsey. Who's the sixth pick? Sixth pick is Jinx? Jenkins is... Jenkins was like, oh, i, I
0: have the nose. No, Jinx is taking second. Jamar Chase. You think Jamar's going to be there at six? That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking it's overvalued wide receiver year.
1: Who picks first? Bass. Dylan Bass. He's going to take... McCaffrey. Yeah, or Ramondre Stevenson. But probably McCaffrey. <laughs> probably McCaffrey. I could. Uh, I mean, and then. Ramondre's on my Austin Eckler is going to be in those top five picks. Eckler will be there. Justin Jefferson's going to be in those top five picks. That's three. Who's four? Jamar
0: Chase might not make it to six. That's, That's crazy. What I'm saying. That's crazy. And I know Jenkins wants him so bad. I'm sorry to break it to you. Might not happen. I mean, you've had him the past two years, and one of those years you won the league I could see you winning Jamar but uh that's why he's trying to trade back I think you know hey Jamar's not there let me let me uh try to find some value in a second but who knows
1: yeah unless the only I think the only way possible is if someone takes Tyreek Hill before Jamar could happen potentially but you're right after like I don't know, yeah Cooper Cup, you think Cooper Cup's gonna go in the top five? Cooper Cup's
0: not good. Cooper Cup, the past two years, going like points per game regarding his. He's nasty.
1: He's the wide receiver one. Yeah, he's like
0: 30 points per game PPR.
1: If you had a guarantee of health of quarterback and wide receiver, he'd be the one, one, no questions asked. I can speak on Cooper Cup. I had him last year. uh,
0: Was killing it for the first six to eight weeks. Got hurt, and I was fighting for Sacco to stay
1: out of Sacco. So, if there was was my team. And if I will say this, if there was ever a year to not have the number one pick, it might be this one because there's legitimately like five or six guys that you could be pretty thrilled with. Yeah, I've got the 13th pick. So, are you giving
0: props to Blake for? Having the option to pick the first overall decides to bypass, go with the second, get some shit from the league, and apparently he's got some mastermind plan that we don't know about. Yeah,
1: um, I mean, historically speaking, the first overall pick has the highest win rate as far as championships go, but, um, no, yeah, I I like it from Blake. Like I said, I I kind of put, you put that problem on someone else's plate as far as having the first overall pick. There is some anxiety involved. Yeah. Um... And I don't know, maybe there's someone in the second round that he thinks he can sniper, or, yeah. or, or, or having a <laughs> third round pick. You know, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't I can't get into this uh, this guy's head. But here's the, the other thing, kid. Blake. Blake had Bijan Robinson written all over him. Blake could have picked like seven and and just milked it, you know. But like, is Bijan a guy? I, don't I should know. probably stop talking, because he's not going to make it to the end of the first round, I should yeah, say. Yeah, I,
0: I don't think that Bijan will be there for you. I but do agree with you, Bijan's a Blake pick, but two has to be
1: too early for that. Oh, wait, that's bold. I say, oh, this guy's better than Saquon, I don't I know. I would say, okay, Bijan at two, I would say is not crazy, but it's very bold. It's strong, because you're passing up either... Eckler, McCaffrey, or Justin Jefferson yeah. to take Bijan. You can't take if Justin Jefferson goes first. Maybe, but if 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 someone else goes first, you you just got to take Justin Jefferson. Like there's been murmurs.
0: People say <laughs> you don't have the balls to take Bijan at two. I mean, hey, a lot of good things to live for. You know? I think you will. I think you will. What people were saying word are around town, you know, <laughs> through through the grapevine type shit.
1: Yeah, but so. Yeah, we, we talked about the top five picks. I think yeah, Palmer. I, so okay, so if Jamar chases off the board, I do think Jenkins would take Travis Kelsey at six, right? Which I don't. Know, I don't even know. Like if Travis Kelsey got to thirteen, I might pass. I might pass. Yeah,
0: at that point, it's uh, it's draft day. Everyone passing okay. on, uh, Kevin yeah. Costner passing yeah. on a the video came pack. out of Travis Kelsey smoking out of a gas mask. <laughs> yeah. Travis, it was, uh, it was Travis Kelsey's cocaine that was found at the White House. <laughs> There's the odds Not on me. that. It's on, it's I, on, uh, so, yeah, so. on
1: Bovada, I was about to say. I can, uh, I can pull them up right now. I, I opened up Bovada today just to see, I think, the odds for the Open Championship, and, uh, yeah, one of, one of the first things that came up was White House cocaine investigation. Let me get these things pulled up. Um, You excited for golf and Jekyll in the meantime?
0: I'm very excited. You know, I have, I'll say this, you know how you guys, have, or I guess we'll say we have had the annual, not so annual Christmas break golf outing. I was never a part of it because I was never into golf. And I'll say recently I was bit by the golf bug. I've got the itch. And I've been playing a lot more. And it's the best. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I'm very excited. Hopefully get, like, two, if not three rounds of it, three rounds of golf in this one I would be okay with that. I would I be okay three with rounds is good. once a day that we're there.
1: Well, and they have three... If I'm remembering correctly, it's three courses and also like a nine-hole Oceanside Links course.
0: Like a little par three or what?
1: Um, no, I think it's a I think it's a full-size nine-hole. Good,
0: I'm over par threes.
1: <laughs> Officially over
0: par threes. We played Little Sandy, me, Charlie, Ben, and it was like I'm hitting seventy yards every single time.
1: But your shots from 100 in will be better because of it. Uh, but I, I agree. Um, little Sandy's a dope course though, but. Yes, I think we should all have to play that... I think we could even play either two rounds and play that Oceanside Lynx course or play three rounds and play that Oceanside Links course depending on how many days we want if we want to do two days or one day. But yeah. either way, I think 36 holes at the minimum. Yep. Um. It'll be a good time. And I think there are some good matchups out there. I, Eric, we might just need to send out by himself.
0: I agree with that. I think that there's tiers to this. It's Eric and then... Maybe not fifty feet of shit, but like, 10, 10 15 feet of shit, and then who would
1: you, Palmer? I'd Palmer put and Hayward. Palmer and Hayward. I'd put I'd put Hayward. Yeah, I mean, I guess if we're putting tiers, we're not technically ranking, but one on the record, I'd take Hayward over Palmer in a head-to-head matchup.
0: Interesting.
1: I I've played with Palmer once before. He was hitting greens and giving us birdie putts for Palmer. Look, Palmer Tampa. smashes the golf ball. And I said this when I was talking to you earlier, Palmer on 40% of his days smashes it into the fairway, and on probably 60% of the days <laughs> I've played with him, that thing is 50 yards into the woods. So if you get Palmer on a fairway day, I think he probably he's probably got Hayward, but Hayward pipes that shit too. I mean, Hayward's got it. You just need Hayward. If, if Hayward gets like three bogeys in a row – you're in trouble, you know, because it'll it'll start falling down pretty he, quick. He doesn't but have
0: the, uh, the microwave he's, K attribute. He's a big morale guy. I mean, he,
1: he stays hot, but uh, hot. I don't know. that. So keep going with your tier, And then I'd say that below that um, is Jenkins, and maybe a tier of his own. Yeah, I will say I haven't played –
0: like I said, I'm new to golf. I haven't played with a lot of people, but I've heard – Jenkins, I have played, been, I've been playing a lot recently with Henry, and Henry's good. I would put him, and not Henry, knowingly, maybe. put Henry in the same category as Jenkins. That
1: seems fair. That seems fair. And then, I mean, there's going to be a big category of just like hackers, of just yeah. guys who aren't obscenely bad, but are kind of just your weekender, go out there, hit a few good shots, probably hit a lot of bad ones. Yeah. And I think that's where the meat and potatoes of, like, Charlie, Phil, get Wynn in there, ben, get Gray, Gray in there. Gray. Yeah, Ben's been getting good. Um, David Beal could maybe be, like, at the higher end of that. I think David Beal probably lead the the weekend hackers. Uh-huh. Um, like, like, Bob. So I knew he was on, on the weekend. Yeah. yeah, Blake, who... Can probably just rely I on is, natural I athleticism. He can smack the ball. Yeah, I've seen him hit some wild shots having in Crocs, you know. Yep. Um, and then, okay, and then bottom tier. Do we put Bass? I know Bass is an athlete too. I, Bass but is never, an athlete. I don't think I, I've ever seen Bass
0: play. I assume he's you know got better things to do than playing golf, <laughs> and I would put him probably in that bottom tier along with uh, Zach. Zach. Chase Gray, is that a? Did we mention Donnie's name? Oh, we didn't
1: mention Donnie.
0: I haven't seen him play, so I'm just gonna stick him in the bottom. I've
1: played with Donnie. He's a he's he's a weekend hacker. He's a weekend hacker. Yeah. Okay,
0: bump you up, Donnie.
1: Yeah. Me and Donnie and Wynn played at Amelia River, and it was a good time.
0: Yeah, I think me and Ben were talking. It was like a fight between who was gonna be. That's what I'm saying. We're gonna have Eric Chase over
1: No one gets Eric. We would put Zach and Chase with Palmer and Hayward and then the Weekend Hackers, I think you just find your boy. And well, all right, squad. so we're... Like, Henry and Phil, Is that's a power pack for, for the test you put, time. You put me and Henry together, we are giving Eric a
0: run for his money. Actually, no. We are giving Wrong. the second pairing <laughs> from Eric a run for their money.
1: So probably Palmer we're and giving Zach. Palmer, me and
0: Henry, I think, are giving Palmer a run for his money. But I think what we're sixteen people at the draft, right? If you have a team of one, the rest is uneven, you're gonna need a team of three. Because we're fourteen players, but how much we have sixteen.
1: We're we're sixteen people. I think it's fifteen, no? It's fourteen plus Zach?
0: No, it's fourteen, but we have a team that shows. Oh, so it is sixteen, okay. Yeah,
1: so so Eric makes if he's not counted, that makes it fifteen. Yeah, so you'd have to have a team of three. Well, <laughs> but I, so so I think you put Zach with Palmer or Hayward. You put Chase with the other of Palmer or Hayward, and then your team of three is your three worst hackers. So probably Gray, maybe Gray Donnie, and whoever else.
0: Well, it have to be Gray Donnie, and then
1: like someone good. Like no, I just think you have your three worst. But they, since they have three chances at everything, but they're the worst. No, you have but to put having them a third somebody. chance. You're asking one out of three guys to hit a decent. So oh so bass so you can do bass, Gray and Donnie, I think that's a squad. Bass Gray is a squad. I still think they don't come
0: close to, uh, Hayward Some slash my partners or
1: anyone. David, when <laughs> I, I could I would be on a team with David Beale. I just don't want any unwarranted golf cart smooches. Having, <laughs> you know. But it's in the daylight, so it might not be so bold.
0: I mean, we got a couple of tea times, you know, we started spreading out. Who knows? Who knows or maybe
1: put here. Ben and Henry, since they're Ben Top, Henry Bottom, they stay on a team, and then you put a third person with them. It'd be Phil, Ben, Henry.
0: You put you want to put Phil, Ben, Henry
1: on a team together? No. It'd be... I would be okay with that for like, right, the record show. Yeah, right. Maybe Gray, Ben, Henry, or... I don't know. I feel like we're under it. I think Gray's got a decent golf game. I could be wrong, I, but... Feel like, we might be, might be sleeping on gray a little bit.
0: Hey, I mean, don't sleep on gray. I'll say that.
1: Um, you here's, a, some- here's a segment, yep, and this is brought to you by Ease Alert Mamitas. No, <laughs> what is it? What is it? It's not Mamitas, is it?
0: Yeah, it we, is Mamitas.
1: Mind if we do a new segment presented by Mamitas? Um, cross that off, just name her, just. Name a random guy. Elon Musk. That was an NFL player when we started fantasy. When we started fantasy, my first year, Just I a, think I drafted second round Greg Jennings. Yeah, but that's not really what's a name that people that's going like people hadn't thought of in years.
0: How about the number one waiver wire pick of our draft history, Justin Forsett?
1: That's a good one. That is a good That's one. That's not bad. I was going to say Zach Stacy, but Zach I like Stacey Justin yet. Forsett. Bishop Sankey's in there. I said I thought about, I fired up uh, Madden 20 the other day, and Dede Westbrook popped up, and I was like, man, I remember when I thought Dede Westbrook <laughs> was like the hottest. Say, Who? Him, say his name again. It's, it's Dede. It's not Dede. <laughs> it's, it? it's 100% Dede.
0: Dee Westbrook. De- not Dede. His name is Dede. From now on, from, I this, like point, like from this point
1: dead a Westbrook. We've gone Westbrook. Uh, or Westbrick, if you will. <laughs> what about... Uh, who is the guy? Keelan Cole. See, there's... A name. Keelan Cole, yep. Although you said Alan Hearns earlier. Yeah, that's Yeah, I was saying, Alan
0: Brothers, when Alan Hearns set that Jags record for most consecutive games with the receiving touchdown, it was like six games in a row that he had a touchdown.
1: NFL careers are so short. Hey, average two years or, or something like Remember that. Remember Corey Brandt? Shout out to Corey Grant. Corey Grant was a real one. Remember Divino Zigbo? That was recent. <laughs> yeah, it was recent. Divino Zigbo, people, it was the truth. <laughs> no, my favorite Jags player growing up <laughs> was Rasheed Mathis. Rachel? Rachel Rasheed. Mathis? Rasheed Mathis. He tackles like a girl.
0: Rasheed Mathis is a cornerback, he doesn't need to tackle.
1: Yeah, that was um It's a classic Fortigator free getting hit. But um one of my first times being exposed to good heckling was at a Jags game. I think it was against the Saints. We were getting lit up, dude. Drew Brees, wait, I, like two quarters in the game, it was me, Jenkins and Hayward. made a comment. I was like, you want to start a game of who's Drew Brees hitting for a 12-yard in route next? Because that's always it. <laughs> but the guy in front of us, Rasheed Mathis, got burnt on a route. Totally tried to arm tackle the guy. Whiffed. And the guy's like, Rasheed, I want to start calling you Rachel! <laughs> go to your like a girl! Burn. And then every time uh, we were on offense, he would just yell at the bench because the Saints were sitting on our side. He'd go, hey, Drew Brees! Purdue sucks! Hey, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's close to home for Phil, but I was like, man, that's really cut to the core. I, to this day, I copy that. We put the Colts. I was hitting Matt Ryan. I said, Boston College sucks, Matt Ryan. <laughs> I know. I know. Jingles will
0: appreciate this. When we went to Atlanta, watch Atlanta Jaguars. Ultimate Matt Ryan heckle. Matt Ryan is not elite. (laughs) He's not elite. That's like a Joe Flacco is not
1: elite. Uh, Last point I I had as we close in here on the forty-five minute mark, uh, plus a little bit, because I'm going to find some kind of fire track to put at the front of this. I tried bad bunny, but Phil said absolutely not. You're welcome. I mean... Yeah, y'all are welcome. Not, I not to me. want some me. Hardcore, hardcore rap, bro. We'll find some. But uh, if if you had to take the, the membership of our league and put them in various positions on a football team. So, for example, this crossed my mind. I mean, obviously, I think I'd be a pretty good either running back or fullback. But I, I really kind of ruminated on this for a minute. Because I think... There's some there's some talent in this league as far as actually playing on the gridiron. Like when, as either a tight end or like an outside wide receiver, I think would be sick. Linebacker? He's a big boy. He could be a linebacker, but I'm saying I'm, I'm gearing it mostly offensively. I know yeah, we can okay. fill for up a fantasy, whole for fantasy yeah. purposes. I think I think when maybe as an outside receiver, and then Hayward at tight end. That's just size. (laughs) That's just size. What's wrong with that? And then, so, like, Eric seems like a kicker.
0: Eric, the non-soccer player amongst our... No, but he's a good golfer. He's a good good
1: golfer, so I think he'd be a good kicker. I mean, Eric, I know you've got soccer And he's got ice water, I think, in his veins, too. Eric's a guy, it's like, you call him on to make the game winner and you're like oh yeah like Eric doesn't give a shit anyways (laughs) (laughs) if we win or lose so he's probably gonna hit it but um like where where does Henry go is he a slot receiver
0: is he a quarterback Henry most likely most athletic I won't say quarterback I'd say like gadget shifty white slot wide receiver really wiry in there you know a little muscle hamster it's
1: like a Danny Amendola yeah
0: Danny Amendola type vibe uh, would, I guess
1: Blake would probably be the quarterback. Blake that yep. checks out.
0: Blake or Bass, I could see being
1: quarterback. Yeah, Bass actually would be a good quarterback. I could see that. Yeah, so maybe Bass at quarterback. Blake would be like a Blake would probably be running back, and then Charlie would get bumped to fullback. fullback. <laughs> I think I see honestly, I'd fullback. be I'd um, be okay sure. with being a fullback. I'd love to just crack block some dudes. Yeah, the Roman re- 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 <laughs> Trophy of the Year. Reality, FSU, the, Charlie Stevens. The reality is
0: that the majority of us are not suitable for football no. purposes. And myself included, I cannot picture myself, you know,
1: getting hit. Well, I would say, if we were going to put somebody on defense, because there's 15 of us, Palmer would be a linebacker. Palmer, yeah. he's just swole up. He's juiced to the gills. He and like he reminds me of... Uh, Oh, who is that white linebacker on the Texans? They used to just smack dudes. Uh, Texans? Not J.J. White. He was an end. But, um... Anyway, it'll come to me. We'll we'll just say Luke Kuechly for now on the the Panthers. Palmer's a guy who gets excited to just smack a guy in the gap. Uh... I could beat Palmer
0: one v one in basketball, by the way, and I'm a better shooter than Palmer in basketball.
1: In the least offensive like way possible, I think Ben would be an offensive coordinator. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like he'd, he'd on the, the, the sideline, he's gonna be wins. hitting the vape, or you know, like he, he's just Mike gonna be. Daniels over here. Yeah, he's got the headset on, and you know, he's just cooking up some he, wild shit. You're like, damn, he's th- like he's thinking six
0: plays ahead. <laughs> meanwhile, to our first he's is on, the like the analytical ever. level. <laughs> yeah. The saber metrics. Yeah,
1: he's like, well, okay, so if the defense has a six on the river, that means we got a 45% chance of having the nuts. We're going to run a three Hail Mary.
0: And I'm all in and I lose off of one pair.
1: Yeah, and same thing, David would be like a D coordinator, I feel like.
0: Oh, yeah. He'd be a head that, coach, you know. I can see David head coach, actually. I can see that. But I I stay away from that, that coaching position. You know, too much responsibility. I am happy to you know... Can you some water?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think Jenkins would be like the the like ru- like the old veteran quarterback? He's best, like a he's a he's a locker room guy. Yeah, he's a he's a Chase Daniels. You know, he's he's got some experience. He's
0: been <laughs> right. he's made a cool 20 million. Hook him in if he million. needs to. Right, yeah. exactly. Like he'll make a few throws. But. A calming presence. You know, he walks in. He's he's spitting the plays out. He, he's good for you know a slant route throw on the muddy. <laughs> But you don't want him in a playoff game, that's for sure. You do not want him down twenty-five points to the Chargers.
1: I think we go David head coach, Chase D coordinator. Like that. Like that. With the with the fattest dip you've ever seen I mean, <laughs> yeah. he's just spitting chaw dogs on the sideline. But he's got like that's put it this way, Chase is basically he's running a program, you know. Not a program. A program. Pro. He's 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 building men over here. Yeah, you know? right. He's got a B out there, arms crossed, you know, yeah. sweating, but he's just dialing up some he, he's Dr. Heat. Dr. Dr. Heat he he over here, yes, Yeah, I was about to say he's running some just some nasty blitzes. <laughs> I don't know, man. And then you got where are we gonna put Donnie? I think he's Donnie I could see
0: as a running back also. Like a little a little backup running back. Maybe he's like a third down back.
1: Donnie, you gotta—we gotta figure out how to dial in on uh, the short fuse a little bit. You know, maybe make him like an O lineman, like have him just throw some some punch blocks. You know, yeah. I don't know. And uh, well, Phil, where we Phil, you'd be a slot receiver too, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, ideally, I've always said you know, or a kicker, wide receiver, punter, or cornerback. I would rather be a kicker than a punter. To well, be honest,
1: we all, well, actually, hundred right. easier.
0: I'd say less pressure for sure, and less money too, though. Less money too. Um, I'd be okay with kicker, but like I said, I don't think I've ever kicked a football like that before. And oh, I'd
1: be fine. And easy. That's where I said the Jags should trade for Messi. Give him an ownership stake. Boost up ticket sales too. I, I bet. Mean, no, I bet he could kick the hell out of the football. No, I, of course he could. Of course he could. Just set him up, Just tell him it's a peak, You know.
0: Yeah, tell him it's a little, little free kick over the wall into the into the uprights.
1: Well, and here's a little to wrap it up. Here's a little side story for you. The guy who sits next to me at work, Ukrainian fella named is uh, Dennis Pakariniya. Funny guy, uh, younger than me, but cool dude. And his one of his best buddies from growing up is the goalie for the Ukrainian national team and I forget which club he played for, but he was playing in the UEFA Cup and blocked a PK from Messi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and when he got home from where they were staying, Messi had sent a beer bottle with, like, a note on it saying, like, nice, nice block. That's class. And then I, my dumbass asks the Ukrainian guy, like, oh, did he save it? <laughs> and he just looks at me, <laughs> just blanks there and goes... No, oh, he, he drank it. Yeah, anyway, was I was like, toss. I don't even know why i bothered bother asking. Yeah, but <laughs> oh, that was pretty cool. I was like, man, you save, you save a peak for a messy, you get a beer bottle in the mail.
0: Yeah, something you can tell your grandkids, you know.
1: Yeah, call me a wuss. I want to save that thing. I would put that on the shelf. Save the note for sure. Oh, the note. Yeah, the note. For sure. I don't I kept the beer bottle. Open. I wonder what kind of beer it was. Probably went not Argentinian. Did I don't Argentinian beer. You
0: Champions League sponsored by Heineken. I don't
1: know. Oh, it could have been a Heine Heine 0.0. Yeah, screw, screw getting drunk. Bro. <laughs> I, just want, I, just taste, I just want to taste. That's them, like man. that's a flex on a guy. If you, if you <laughs> that's like a subtle fu. I feel like. Yeah, you,
0: you just pull up, you
1: bring him to work, pull up, pour in the yeti. I don't know. That's right. Maybe you're driving. Have a honey 0.0 while you're while you're yeah. driving around. I hope but a cop pulls me over right now. They call them they call them nils, in uh, in Europe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nil nil yeah <laughs> <laughs> Cero, cero. acero. You got anything else, Phil? I think that's about all I've got for this episode. Um, Yeah. The nameplates on the draft board are going to be awesome. Uh, I went into work at 5 o'clock in the morning uh, on the day before 4th of July on the early shift. I was the only one in the office, dark room, laughing my ass off coming up with uh, (laughs) with some of these names. So that'll be a good time, and, yeah, I'm ready to just party and juggle, man. It's going to be a great. It's going to be a blast. I'm excited,
0: like we said, less than two months.
1: Uh, get prepared, get ready, and can't wait to see everyone. So, peace, guys. Peace! En este género yo fui un Hadouken Y se extinguieron como los Dinosaur Antes que me apague se apaga el sol Subimos y rompimos el ascensor